welcome to Do My Dishes with Shah, and I'm your host, Shareen. That's where Shah comes from. Get it? It's my nickname. <laughs> um, I sound like I'm in a tin can at the moment because I have my headphones on, but honestly, it makes it easier for me. I can walk around. It's like a hands-free experience, which I like. And I'm having a coffee. It's very delicious, actually. Uh, so I have this crazy chihuahua. <laughs> He's so cute. His name's Mojo. Mojo! A touch? <laughs> Say hello! I love you. Say, I love you. Oh, Hank's getting jealous. My cat's eyeing me down, and he's getting jealous. Don't get jealous. I love you, too. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Give Mojo a kiss. Ah, uh, kiss. Okay, so Hank's out of here soon, because he doesn't like it. He doesn't like getting too close. Anyway, um, so, I have this crazy chihuahua. Mojo, come! So I got this chihuahua because my aunt uh, got sick and the PSW type people in her building wouldn't come in because the dogs, they were scared of the dogs. They were scared of a 1.5 pound chihuahua, so they wouldn't come in. And I know people are going to go, well, of course, chihuahuas are vicious. Yes, 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 I get it. But give me a break. I mean, she needed medical care and they would not go in. And I would call at, like, 4 in the morning. I'm like, can you check my aunt, please? They're like, no, we can't go in. They're the dogs. So I took away their excuse, and I went and I got the dogs. There was two of them. And I rehomed one of them. And then this other one, little Mojo here, unfortunately, he's not rehomable. There's no way. Too set in his ways. And by set in his ways, I mean he'll chop your finger off if you. If you do something he doesn't like. No. He he only chops your finger if you like. He has boundaries, okay? Like, you can't scratch the back of his neck. He doesn't like that. So, I just imagine, like, little kids would, like, be all over him and he might snap at them. But actually, now that I've had him for, like, almost two years, he's very good with kids. He actually likes kids. I think he senses that they're smaller than him. He doesn't like men. Because he's still... Got his mojo. He was never fixed. So he's very weird about men. He loves women. And children. Don't ya? He not children. Yeah, not children. So he used to be um also quite like if you saw other dogs, he'd bark at them. And he go he's very brave. Like he'll go after any other dog. It doesn't matter how big they are. But if a big dog does one bark back, if they're like, Woof Mojo will run. He'll just run away. But no, he's very, um, he's brave. I mean, these dogs are probably the last line of defense for kings and queens because if you have this dog on your bed and anyone comes near you and tries to touch you or to even come close to you, they'll freak out. They'll alert you for sure. And they'll lunge at the person. So with Mojo, like, if he's on my son's bed and I go to wake my son up or something, Mojo will start lunging at me. He forgets. It's like, remember me? The, the person that's been feeding you, taking care of you. He doesn't care. He's only as loyal. He's only loyal to whoever he is currently guarding. 
quote unquote. So he, it's like he feels it's his job to protect, and it's very sweet. It's very endearing, endearing. But honestly, he's the reason I'm I'm talking about this today is it just it melts my heart at how vulnerable this little thing is. And but he's such an opportunist. He's so smart. So. He's cleverly attached himself to a human. Like, he really, when I hold him, he wants to crawl between my neck and my chin. Like, my chest and my chin. Like, he wants to nestle right into my neck. He wants to be, like, he sits on my boobs and wants to be carried around. It's almost like he's like, you're my protector. And, like, he's like, and in return, I'll protect you. So, like, he barks and freaks out if anyone comes near me. But... It's so cute how this little thing will attach itself to something bigger for protection. And that's what it is. It's like, if I'm close to you, I'm ensuring that nothing is going to eat me. Or step on me. Or throw me around. Or hurt me in any way. And he's so cute because if I leave the room, he gets nervous. He starts barking for me. Don't you. Don't you. And he doesn't like if I call him needy. He doesn't prefer that. <laughs> Medina. Anyway, you're not needy. You're just protected, right? And he's so cute. If I tell him, you're so big and you're so brave and you're such a good care, like you're so, you're so good at protecting. He gets so excited. Like his, he wags his tail. He really loves hearing how great he is. How big he is. It's wild. It's wild to watch his little spirit get so pumped up when you call him big and fierce. I told him once he's a lion. He's a tiger and a lion. And he's like, and he hit, his little eyes lit up and he almost had a little tear in his eye. Like, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging this. Anyway, I just wanted to say, like, it really melts my heart. So have this beautiful little guy. And people said to me, oh, my God, like, why are you taking him on? Like, get rid of him. It's like, what are you talking about? You can't take a pet and just dump it in a shelter. or, And like I said, he's not rehomable. I mean, yeah, someone will take him, but the minute he doesn't do what they want him to do, they'll either take him back to the shelter or hurt him. Because this dog is stubborn as hell. He has bit me so many times. It has taken so much patience to deal with this dog. I've gotten so mad at this dog at times because I'm trying to help him, but then he'll just, like, snap at me and bite me. He doesn't do it anymore. He knows. It's like, he knows not to bite. Right, Moji? No. He's a lot better now with that. But he used to be very quick to to nip. Yes, you did. And it's scary because those bites, they can go septic. It's a little bite, but if there's bacteria in that and it's left and it gets infected, it can go septic. Hello! He knows I'm talking about him. He just went on his hind legs. Oh, yes, Mojo. You're a very good boy. You're very good. Yes, you're a good boy. Yes, you're a good boy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Everybody, Everybody's really cringy when they talk to their pets. It's gooey. But Mojo loves it. So anyway, um, so all animals are so beautiful and like, I just love helping animals 
and they need our help and they need our empathy. And I guess that's why I wanted to create this podcast today. Excuse me on this topic is because it's it's really important that you show kindness to animals. Like they're just the sweetest little creatures. They're so kind and wonderful. They have good hearts. Right, Mojo? Like Mojo deserves love and happiness. Like he I take him kayaking, I've taken him swimming. We go on little adventures, don't we, Mojo? He's even been to Wonderland. Cool. He went to Wonderland. Only for a little bit. We were just picking someone up. But it's so funny with a little dog like this. It's like, I'm like, hey, I'm just going in there for a minute. They're like, go right on through. Like, they just see Mojo and they're like, he's so cute. Anyway, animals deserve love. And I don't think you should ever abandon an animal in a shelter. There's somebody that I know that dumped their dog in a shelter. And I just can't. I can't handle that person. When they try to talk to me, I just avoid them. It's like, ah, ah, you took a dog and dumped it in the shelter. An old dog, too. And it died two weeks later, and it was the sweetest dog. Oh, my God. We love that dog. Who does that? You don't abandon your freaking dog in the shelter. Like, ah, that's just gross. So... Yeah, everyone's like, oh, don't take on this dog. What are you doing? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? See, in my life, I get criticized when I do good things, which is a lot. Because I'm a good person. What can I tell you? I get criticized heavily, heavily by outsiders. Or they become suspicious of my motives. Or, like, there's an old lady across the street and when COVID hit I I went over I rang on the doorbell she she opened the window she was at the top floor she just looked down can I help you I was like do you need groceries or anything like I go like I'll get you whatever you want I'll just give you the receipt you can pay me later or whatever don't worry about it like I'll just leave it on your front door and She's like, no, no, it's okay. Like, obviously, she has a son or something like that, whatever. But she doesn't wave at me when she sees me. It's more like she creeps behind her curtain and just kind of stares out and then stares back behind her curtain. And I find it odd because you would think she would be, like, waving, like, what a sweet person. Like, hi. Or another time I said to her, are you guys okay, you and your husband, if you ever need you know, if you have any emergencies, let me know. Like, I'll be, I can take you wherever you want to go and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, thank you. But, no, we're good. Like, I guess they have their son or whatever. But it's like, I don't need anything from you, lady. I'm just trying to be nice to you. But this is the thing. You can't, it's not about me. It's about her. Like, she's suspicious of everybody, obviously. Maybe it's just the world we live in. So she's projecting that suspicion onto me, and that's fine. But it's icky. It's an icky feeling when you, like, reach out to people and you're trying to help them and they're, like, staring at you like you're a cyclops. And you have, like, why? Why am I... Why is she so scared? Like, she sees me. I'm her neighbor. Anyway, whatever. Like I said, it's it's not really my problem. But... 
I've been heavily criticized for taking this dog. Another time, um, there were some raccoons that lived on my property that I had been renting. And I didn't know they lived there until it was too late. They'd already lived there. It was their home. They lived in the pool shed. And for some reason, the mom, the mom raccoon loved me. Like, she would just sit next to me at night. We were two moms. <laughs> we were two moms hanging out at the end of the day because we were, we were completely tired. She was tired. She had four babies, and I was tired. I had a baby, and then by then, well, he wasn't a baby at the time. He was a child, but probably had his friends over the evening and I was like ah these kids are driving me nuts so it's like me and this mama raccoon hung out and I would take pictures of her but yeah like I heard through the grapevine that people are like she's crazy and even on Facebook like someone's like why would you mess around with wild animals it wasn't even in a way saying it like oh it's unhealthy for animals like we gotta keep our distance blah 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 it was just like why would any, it's just like in a punishing mean, all I'm trying to say is like, if somebody's doing something nice and being a kind person, why does it bother people so much? Just, that's just the way we are in this world. Like it's just the world right now. I looked after my fiance who was in a wheelchair and the backlash that I got, he ended up passing away. But the backlash was so freaking crazy from people who were not there. Like, I was there every single day. We had a nurse there for eight months straight. She had a log book of everything. Like, everything's in the log book. I have the log. My son was there. His son was there on weekends. But all these people that were never with us think they know our life. They think they know what went on in our home. And they think it's a bad thing what went on in our home. Meanwhile, our home was the most amazing, loving home in the world. It was so beautiful. It's such a beautiful example for my son to see. I mean, everybody, I always get compliments on how great my son is. It's like, it doesn't hurt that he saw his mother nurture a man, you know, in a wheelchair. And he helped so many times. Like, he helped if there's a problem, like if my fiance had fallen or something, my son would come and help me pick him up and his friends would help. And I mean, he's in a positive environment. That's why he's a good person. But nope, people don't look at it like that. They're just like, I don't know what went on in that house. But like, I mean, my fiance was hopped up on a lot of drugs in the ICU. And there was a, an agenda being pushed on him and a theory being pushed on him. And he just, he was messed up. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Before he went in the hospital, he was so mad. He's like, I'm so pissed off at my family right now. They've got some weird fucking ideas and I don't know where it's coming from. And I, I didn't even take it personally. I was like, well, babe, they're pretty fucking worried about you. I don't know what, just leave them alone. Like, they're going to be okay. You're going to, like, once we get through this... It'll be okay. People act weird when they're scared. I had no idea I was the center of it and that they were all talking behind my back and criticizing. But that's what people do. The less people do, the more they will criticize. So 
People who do nothing criticize people who roll up their sleeves and get right in there. That's the bottom line. It's all about guilt and projection. But you, people out there, and me, have to just keep doing what you do. If you love helping people, keep helping. Don't let it stop you. Like, yeah, the lady across the street, I doubt I'm going to offer to get her groceries anymore. I really doubt it. I'm sure she's fine. Maybe she's offended because maybe to me she looks old and helpless, but, like, in her mind, she's like, I'm Matilda Richardson, for God's sakes. I was valedictorian. Who does she think she is offering me help? Like, who knows? Like, I don't, maybe she got offended. But what I'm saying is, like, they always say, like, oh, help your neighbors check in, check in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's great. But, like, it's not always appreciated. And, but even, even when it isn't, you still have to. Try to help as many people as you can. That's what I think. My son and I were out one night. And this man came up to my son. He's like, I need money. I, I can't. I don't have enough for a pizza. And then I came out of the store. And my son's like, he said he needs money for a pizza. Oh, God. Like, what the hell? So I go, okay. So I was looking around for change and couldn't find any. I had 50 cents, which back in the day, that's a lot to give to people. That would be a lot, but nowadays, hell no. Like, I wouldn't even, I feel like it's an insult to give them 50 cents. I'm looking for two knees, maybe even a $5 bill. So, couldn't find anything. So then I said to my son, let's get him a pizza. Go to Little Caesars. Like, it's just around the corner. It's fast. Let me just grab a pizza. And he's like, it is not your job to feed these people, sure, mom. Like, you know, our country's good. Like, he's not starving. He probably just wants booze or something. I'm like, yeah, but he might want a pizza. He might really need a pizza. So I got him a pizza and I gave it to him. And of course, he was breathing all over me. And I was like, dude, back up, man. It's COVID. Like, he's like leaning into my car. And yeah, when I gave him the pizza, he's like, um, okay, but do you have money for the bus? And I was like, wow, it never ends, eh? Like, it just, it's like, I just gave you pizza and you want money. It's like, I don't have money. That's why I bought the pizza. Do you take debit, buddy? Uh, but anyway, and yeah, that's disappointing and that's shit. But you know what? I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. I made the gesture, gave him the pizza. That's not good enough for him or that's not what he really wanted. Not my problem. I tried. I gave him the pizza. That's all I need to do. Just try, help people, do whatever you can do. You know, it is what it is. I got backlash for helping my aunt as well when she was sick. I got backlash from the people, again, who weren't there. They didn't do jack shit. And the backlash was, Shireen thinks she can just swoop in and help and take all the credit. But I've been there for 20 years. Like this is some family member said this. And I'm like. That's what. Like that's why you think I'm helping my aunt. To swoop in. And get credit. The fuck is this. Like what. I swooped in because my aunt was stranded. She had nobody. And she phoned me and said. Help. 
And I couldn't believe the people in her building, these supposed PSW types, weren't helping her. It was the worst. <coughs> so, hold on a second. <coughs> Sorry, I just had to blow my nose. Um, yeah, I went there to help my aunt. That's it. I help with the dog. I help, like, whatever. Like, I looked after her. I made her a bunch of meals and left them in her freezer. We don't help people to get credit, quote, unquote. And then when you're not around, if somebody does something, right, to help somebody, just because you're not there and you feel guilty, the last thing you should do is tear the person who helped down. The hell is that about? Say thank you to the person that helped. You don't fucking tear them down and then try to find reasons and cracks in their motivation. And the hell is that shit, man? That's some crazy, twisted bullshit. Like, it's really disgusting, actually. Like, somebody is doing something out of the goodness of their heart. And because you feel bad because you didn't do enough, now you make them into the villain? The person that did everything? That's fucked up. I don't even know what's going to happen to people who do that. Like, the karma with that, the bad karma you can accumulate. So brutal. Anyway. Yeah, that's just completely wrong. It's like, if you don't... If you don't want to contribute, that's on you. But you don't point a finger to people who are contributing and blame them. You know, if you can't thank somebody, do not blame them. You know, and if you don't want to roll up your sleeves and you just want to stand by and do nothing, that's fine. But don't criticize people who are actually in it, trying to help a situation. That's just ridiculous. I hope everybody has a wonderful week, and I hope everybody gets their dishes done. Take care.